Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. And welcome to News Talk 1130 WISN and, of course, WIBA in Madison. As you just heard, the Retirement Clinic is on the air. We are live with Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group. Jeff, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Paul. I am great. How are you? What an exciting hour with Bob. Holy cow. Yeah, the Redefined Realty Show last hour, and we're going to touch a little bit on the rally, um, but also talk about retirement news and your retirement plan. Joining us on the phone, on the other phone line, we've got Kelly Brown from American Deposit Management located in Pewaukee. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, Kelly. Yeah, Kelly is the CEO and managing partner of American Deposit Management Company, and we're going to talk a lot about that. Um, I wanted to start with Paul, if you don't mind, just to, you know, the retirement plans. Uh, People are still hurting from the downturn in the market with your retirement planning. Uh, You have to rebuild your retirement. You have to be conscious of that. Just like with the rally in Madison, you have to be proactive. With your retirement planning, life goes on. We have to fight for our freedoms, of course. But you have to pay attention and uh, to your individual accounts. You have to pay attention to your retirement planning. You have to pay attention to your investments. And you have to pay attention to your savings. So that's why we brought Kelly Brown on today. Uh, Kelly, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks, guys. So, you know, where Coal does a great job on the investment and retirement, American Deposit Management is really focused in the FDIC banking space. So for those listeners that have savings accounts that are wondering how to set up um, accounts at their local banks and have beneficial ownership. Maybe they have grandchildren that they're trying to save for or protect assets for. Uh, We work with clients all around the country to help them with their FDIC uh, concerns. We help protect uh, balances, um, hundreds of millions of dollars of balances uh, with FDIC coverage and some other coverages that we uh, provide. And so we're really like an advocate for those that are looking for help with their banking relationship. So you're talking about $10,000 deposits. You're talking about $20 million deposits. Yeah, for us, it doesn't make any difference. I think, you know, you make a great point, Jeff. One of the things that we need to be diligent on is as, as folks that are worrying about our investments or looking into ways to save everything we work so hard for, your banking relationship is no different. You need to ensure that you're working with a strong, safe bank and that your balances are protected, especially small business owners. You know, a lot of business owners don't realize that anytime they have above $250,000 at any one bank, it's not insured over the $250,000 mark. So, you know, if the bank has some, some issues that maybe you're not aware of or there's things going on there, you need to be aware. You need to make sure you have somebody that's uh, working with you to help protect those hard-earned dollars um, in the event of some problematic times that may be coming. But you're talking about small business owners that maybe have to keep money in escrow, they have big jobs that are planned, and they have to keep money set aside. You're talking about people who have inherited money. Talk about, a little bit about your typical clients and, and how you acquire them. Yeah, you know, what's interesting about what we do, um, everyone uses a bank. Everyone, whether it's you as an individual or you as a, um, a business owner, or perhaps you work at a, at a company that it's a nonprofit. It could be a, a trust company. It could be a manufacturing firm. Everybody needs a bank. But I don't think anybody really spends a lot of time worrying or thinking about, are my funds protected? 
So that's what we do as a firm. And our clients are nationwide. We deal with large corporate clients, you know, some that I'm sure you guys have read about in the paper all over the place from the Wall Street Journal to the New York Times. But we also deal with a lot of local folks, the municipalities, our cities, our school districts. If you think about when you make a tax payment, for example, if you live in, you know, Paul, I know you live in Cedarburg. When you make your tax payment in Cedarburg and they're sitting on everybody's tax payments and it's $10 million, where is that money sitting? Does anyone actually think about that? I've never actually thought about that, Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, if you have $10 million of your tax dollars in Cedarburg sitting at one bank, it's protected at $250,000. Wow. Think about that, you know? So... We work with the municipalities to ensure that they're meeting the state guidelines, that they're working with their local banks to add additional protections, and the state of Wisconsin offers additional protections um, as well. So we help educate people on how to ensure that their deposits are protected. Kelly Brown is our guest. Kelly's with American Deposit Management in Pewaukee. I'm Paul Kronforst, and if you have any retirement questions or questions for Kelly uh, and for Jeff Kowal, of course— the way we're going to do it today is through texting, and we, we've been getting texts all morning. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now at 799-1130, 414-799-1130. Kelly, I understand you were in Madison at the rally yesterday. I was. I was a proud part of the Tarantino and Redefined Realty Caravan that all hauled up there. And I know this morning I was reading that 1,500 people attended the rally. I'm here to tell everyone that's listening, it was more like 15,000. I was there on the steps of the Capitol carrying an American flag and supporting all small businesses because, like Bob said, every business is essential. And so I wholeheartedly agree with that statement. And our clients are business owners, and we work really hard to make sure they're protected. This isn't a political stance. This is a stance for the freedoms that we hold and our business owners that have the right to open their doors. Constitutional right. It, it, yeah, Correct. it's exciting. I, I would think it would have been exciting to be right in there, but it's also, you know, how insulting it is to say that my business or somebody else's business isn't essential and that's our livelihood. Yeah, I agree. I think it's when you have something as subjective as the word essential, it, it, everyone will deem that word differently. And when we have our government, you know, telling us what they deem as essential, it's completely uh, bogus, in my opinion. So, yes, I was there. I was happy to be part of that group. I was proud. I was so proud to be standing with fellow business owners, liberals, conservatives, independents, you know, Christians, atheists, everybody was there fighting for the same reason. It really wasn't a protest. It was a rally. Yeah. It was a very positive experience. Yeah, and I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up, Kelly. First off, I was on the air, so I could not attend. Otherwise, I would have done everything I could have to get to uh, Madison. The word essential, and Bob touched on it last hour. Jeff, you mentioned the same thing right now. To label yep. somebody as, okay, your business really isn't essential. Oh, really? So to my family. So how do I feed my family? How do I pay my bills? How do you know what happens when we run out of whatever stimulus money is left? What happens when unemployment dries up? There will come a day where we we're all essential. I think that's the point, Jeff. We're all essential. Yeah. Let me set the stage a little bit for for this um, hour with with Kelly. The first part of it, I'd like to talk about how it relates to uh, retirement planning and, and, and wealthy individuals and personal planning. Second part, I want to talk about the, the PPP, the business planning, that part of it. And then, Paul, of course, we have our sexy segment. We're not going to miss especially with Kelly here, we're going to do that. So 
Kelly, talk a little bit about how what you do relates to uh, individuals, personal, and retirement planning. Yeah, for sure. Um, we, you know, we deal with a lot of clients in the high net worth space that, you know, they'll have a, an independent advisor helping them with their retirement planning, but then there's always that bank relationship that they have. And, you know, for certain individuals that are either retired or high net worth, or maybe if they're a part of a family office or people that are listening that have a family office component, there's always that component of cash and that liquid cash that you need for the next, you know, let's say nine to 12 months. Where is it sitting? Is it earning interest? Is it liquid? Is it available? Those are the types of clients that we work with. I mean, I, I can give you an example. I had a family office call us last week, and there's a family that's concerned about what's obviously going on in the world, and they had about $9 million sitting at a local bank. And the local bank's been around, you know, over 100 years, and we love our local banks. I mean, that's what makes this world go round is the community banks, and the banks especially in the state of Wisconsin. Unbelievable. And you're not looking to replace them. You're, no, not at not all. No, nope, we're looking to augment that relationship. So to, so to say, okay, what makes sense to keep with the local bank and to work with your local banker in, to, in what makes sense and what opportunities are there? For example, if it's, a, if it's an account that's titled in the name of Jeff Kowal, just Jeff Kowal, nothing else, it's 250000 of protection. But Jeff, if you have a spouse, you add that person to your account, you now have 500000 worth of protection. Now let's say you have some children or grandchildren and you add beneficial um, payable on death to each one of those accounts. Those Each added individual as a payable on death, it gives you additional coverage with FDIC. So there's ways that your local bank can work directly with you to help protect those deposits. Um, but above and beyond that, when you get to a point where, okay, there's no more protection, that's a great place for us to come in. So we then come in and we'll take a large deposit. And we break it up over a, a series of banks. Uh, so you have one statement from us and then all of the banks are listed on your statement. So you get full FDIC coverage for all of the dollars that you've worked so hard to save. You bring up a great point too. When you add a POD or TOD and you add those individuals, that's paid on death, transfer on death, you add those individuals, you add another layer of guarantees from the FDIC, but you don't lose control. You're not giving up any control to the beneficiaries. You're not giving, like, uh, you know, with Jane, my spouse, so she has control. I, she doesn't lose any control by putting me on the account. That is correct. And you, that is absolutely correct. Now, uh, let's talk about family offices. How are you working specifically with those family offices? Yeah, in that regard. So large family offices, again, typically have either an investment advisor or they're working with a register, you know, a registered investment advisor or a trust company. We, we come in and work with them as another advisor to, to determine what level of cash they need, where is the level of protection. And then if they open up accounts with us, then we work with them to either, um, you know, protect it in a liquid account. We work with our bank partners to find certificates of deposit opportunities. Again, maximizing the FDIC coverage for each one of those clients in that family office. Jeff, we got to sneak in a quick break on the retirement clinic yep. with Kelly Brown, our guest. We're going to come back. I, I, I got a question about FDIC myself. I'll try to sneak that in. And if anybody else has questions for Kelly or retirement questions for Jeff Kowal, you can use the Accident Mortgage Talk and text line. It is 799-1130. Of course, you can go to Jeff's site, thekowalway.com, thekowalway.com for more information. Call the office at 262 522 4040 
262-522-4040. Some exciting news next week on the show. We are going to feature my own band, Created. Jeff has given me permission to play that music, but I said I, I got to get some cuts ready. So this week we're featuring another local band, of course, Waukesha's own The Bodines, as we uh, go into the break. We'll be right back with more of The Retirement Clinic on WISM Milwaukee and WIBA Madison. Welcome back to The Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with The Boss Minute, business owners' savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. The Paycheck Protection Program, which gives potentially forgivable loans to businesses, has been replenished in the most recent act from Congress. Businesses can get up to $10 million, and if they spend at least 75% on payroll, the loan becomes forgivable. According to the National Federation of Independent Business, Three-quarters of small businesses have applied for these loans. Unfortunately, 80% of applicants have not had their loan processed or funded. However, different businesses are using the funds for different purposes. Some businesses are stashing the money as an emergency fund for when they are able to reopen for good. They view it as wasted money because if they use the cash now, there's no guarantee that their business will be up and running at full capacity or even running at all when the money runs out. Many furloughed employees are actually making more receiving unemployment benefits than when they were working, so it may be tough for some businesses to rehire some employees. Some of the forgiveness aspects may be out of the employer's hands if the employees elect not to return to work and remain on unemployment. However the funds are ultimately used, it is important for businesses to remain in business for when our freedoms are restored. Give us a call or visit thecowalway.com today. And we can help on best uses for these funds in order to maximize the value. Aaron Caldwell with the Boss Minute Business Owners Savings and Security. We are back. Welcome back on WISN and WIBA. The Retirement Clinic continues. Our guest Kelly Brown joins Jeff Caldwell. We are live. I do have a traffic update that's fairly important. And it's all lanes. I've been mentioning this all, well, for about the last hour and a half. 94 eastbound at the Stadium Interchange all lanes are closed. The Milwaukee Sheriff's Department reports shots were fired at vehicles. Um, right now, all lanes closed. 94 eastbound at the stadium interchange. Avoid that area. That being said, Jeff, now we turn our attention back to the retirement clinic. So, yeah, yeah well, talk about a segue, right? That was a good transition. I'm the master at segues here. Um, Jeff, how are you meeting with clients in these times? Clearly, you know, you're on a phone, Kelly's on a phone, I'm in a studio. These are different times, but at the Coal Investment Group, you, and we're going to talk about PPPs with Kelly in just a little bit. Are you doing the virtual appointments? We are, and Alyssa in our office has done a great job with, actually our whole team has done a great job with, with setting up virtual appointments via Zoom, via phone calls. Uh, video chats, all types of things. Alyssa did a lot of work with our website to schedule virtual retirement investment reviews. They've been going great. So if you have $750,000 or more, are close to already in retirement, or you need to rebuild your retirement because of what's happened to your retirement account. As I mentioned before, life goes on. We have to fight for our freedoms, but we also have to pay attention to our retirement accounts uh, so make sure that there's a, there's a lot of enthusiasm for our virtual retirement investment reviews. Go to thecoalway.com, 
That's K-O-W-A-L, thekoalway.com. And just take a look and see what Alyssa has done with that. Set up your virtual retirement investment review with us. We've done a lot of them over the last several weeks. Uh, so make sure that, that you pay attention to your own retirement, rebuild that. Um, we're on with uh, Kelly Brown. She's a CEO and managing partner of American Deposit Management Company. Um, her website is, Kelly? Uh, yes, it's AmericanDeposits.com. Yep, AmericanDeposits.com. Oh. And your phone number there? Uh, you can reach us at 414-961-6600. And like you guys, we are talking to clients, and our clients are all over the country. And so we're, we're pretty used to working in a more virtual reality, if you will. Um, but when things get back to normal, we are located in Pewaukee. So if there is a client or somebody that has interest and wants to actually see us or come and talk to us, we are located on the corner of Springdale and Capitol in Pewaukee, Wisconsin. And it's called American Deposit Management. Kelly Brown is our guest. I asked for questions via text and, and also phone calls, but we can't put the calls on because of our conferencing and two calls max. So we are getting quite a few texts. One of them is what I was going to ask you about. So I'll just pass it along. And it's from a 330 area code. Uh, That's what we're doing now, Kelly. We don't have names anymore. It's just from 330. And here it is. Are credit unions FDIC insured and are all banks FDIC insured? Thank you. That's a really good question and one that actually I'm not surprised. I think a lot of people think think every bank and every credit union offers the same protection. Um, The answer is credit unions are protected, but they're protected by something called NCUA, National Credit Union Association Insurance. So similar in size and scope, $250,000 per Social Security number or tax ID. Um, And banks, actual banks, are covered by FDIC, which is the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. And no, not all banks are FDIC insured. Really? So when you think about that, not all banks are FDIC insured. So keep that in mind. Most of the banks that, you know, we deal with day in and day out are, but the answer is that not all banks are FDIC insured. So do your homework. At the end of commercials, you know, you always hear that little thing at the end, FDIC insured. They say it so fast. As a kid, I always remember, what are they talking about? What does that mean? Well, now we know. Well, yeah. And and to do research, if anyone wanted to just poke around on that, that's really fascinating when the FDIC came to be after the Great Depression and why. And the FDIC, just so everyone understands, the FDIC is funded by all of the banks that we bank with. It is not a quote-unquote governmental agency that taxpayers put the bill. All of the deposit insurance of all of this money comes from our own banks in our communities. So large depositors, depositors of banks have something called an FDIC assessment, and then the banks actually have to pay to put into this fund. So you can, you can thank your local bankers for doing that because they're in a turn, they're protecting all of our money. That's what and you're saying that the banks that the banks that don't part, I'm sorry, Kelly, uh, the, yeah, the, the banks, banks that don't participate, some, mm-hmm. they don't have that type of coverage. Is that what you're saying? They, they choose not to participate yeah. in that guaranteed insurance. You got it. You got it. They can choose to participate or not. I would say 98, 99% of banks in the country are FDIC insured, but there are those that are not. Great. Paul, you had another one? Well, we got a question for you, and it's rather lengthy on an annuity. I'm going to send it to you on a text, Jeff, so we can address it after the okay. break. That's uh, right. Is that Aaron, okay? That's great. Aaron addressed the 
PPP initially. But uh, uh, Kelly, why don't you dive into more detail about the pension uh, or uh, payroll protection? Payroll protection. Payroll protection program. Yeah, the payroll protection program. Because we work with so many banks nationwide, we've really been on the front line of hearing how banks are affected by this. And first and foremost, we should be thanking all of the banks for what they've done in a very short period of time to help the small businesses and all of our communities. They have done what is the, what they have done in creating loan documents to get staffing up and running to get their systems. Um, corrected. I, it is nothing short of uh, miraculous what our banks and, and financial institutions have done. So if you are a recipient of that loan, understand banks had to move mountains to get this done for their customers. So um, the program is it, it, it's a great program um, and it does offer these protections. It's, it's, it's very lengthy and, and, and there's a lot of detail. So going into it would be like a whole hour show. But it, you know, in a sense, it's, it's a 1% loan uh, to our businesses that, that qualify that has to be paid back um, in the next two years if you don't meet the forgiveness guidelines. And um, majority of it should be 75% of the loan should be used for payroll purposes. And then there's some other qualifiers for mortgage interest and rent and uh, personal property tax or personal and um, um, uh, payment of taxes and, and leases and things like that. Um, and payroll can include 401k, you know, healthcare benefits, um, sick leave, those types of things are included in the payroll calculation. So your local bankers should be able to help you with all of the questions that you have. And again, be sure to thank them for moving mountains because they did, especially in the state of Wisconsin. Our banks are so tremendous here um, and they've just done a, an outstanding job. Is this a one-time deal? Kelly, uh, the payroll protection program or PPPs, we've been hearing about it the last several weeks. How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. So they just rolled out the second enormous, um, you know, pot of money, if you will. It's going to run out as well. I mean, there's not enough money, Paul, to cover every business that would be affected. So it, it's, it's done on a first come, first serve basis. But that, also, that doesn't mean that the SBA hasn't done this before. It wasn't called payroll protection program. They've offered um, impact loans for um, economic. Anytime the government announces there's a disaster, there are something called disaster grants, disaster loans. They're typically priced a lot um, better from an interest rate perspective to help small businesses. They do deferrals on payments. So these programs have been around. This one in particular was structured just for this disaster. Um, but that's all through the Small Business Association, the SBA. Hey, Jeff, what about at the Koal Investment Group? I just, how has this affected you? Have you had to let people go furloughed? Is everybody still working? Yeah, interesting. My son here in Phoenix works for Honeywell, and he's furloughed a couple of weeks. It has to be non-consecutive weeks. And, even you know, big companies like that are doing furlough. And, you know, he could be fired for even opening up his computer. That's how strict they are about mm. Uh in a, in a Coal Investment Group, we, we have a wonderful team, and we did our best to keep the entire team together. So we didn't reduce our hours. About half of them are working from home, half of them are in our office, of course, practicing social distancing, doing a great job keeping up with clients. Uh, we didn't reduce our payroll, didn't reduce our benefits or anything. We have such a good team. Again, we wanted to keep them together. Um, so so that's what we've done at the Coal Investment Group. Other companies aren't. Uh, aren't in that position that they're able to do that. You know, we've adjusted some salaries of some of the executives there, so um, you know, so we're able to keep uh, our team in place. So that's what we've done. 
Kelly, does it, the companies don't have to keep a separate set of books to justify, verify after all this do, is done to make sure that um, they're pay, using it just for payroll or uh, allowed expenses, do they? No, but the you know the, the the burden of proof of if they've met the guidelines is going to be on the business owner. And in fact, the people that are going to determine if they've met the burden of you know the the the, the detail of the loan that's the bank. The banks are going to make the decision if you've done what you needed to do to in, in fact meet the forgiveness guidelines. So for those businesses that took those loans, I you know we do recommend you have a separate payroll account. You do show separate accounting. It doesn't mean you have a, an entirely separate set of books, but perhaps you perhaps you have a separate ledger, you have a separate GL, some some way to keep track of it. So when you it's time to provide that documentation to the bank, it's very simple, it's very clean. It's it no, there's no question if you you know have forgiveness or don't have forgiveness. And the burden of proof is always on the taxpayer. So that's nothing different from what we've been doing forever. Correct. That's correct. How else are you how else are you working with uh, small businesses with uh, with American Deposit Management Company. Yeah, you know, a lot of our small businesses that we're working with right now are that are sitting on cash. Maybe they were looking at buying a business, you know, six to 12 months from now. Maybe they were just about to buy a business and that fell apart, which we've heard a ton of stories about yeah. that. And now they're sitting on $10 million or $5 million and they're not sure what to do with it. And again, having it sit in one account, is that really the best for their business? Um, you know, we would argue no. We would argue that you need to either protect it or protect it and get a really competitive rate of return. Um, our, what we do in our program, keeping full FDIC insurance, fully liquid, and a competitive yield, our, our rates today are, are like 30% higher than the national average. So when you think about that, you can get full FDIC coverage, keep your funds liquid when you need them, and get a really great rate of return. You know, I always ask my businesses, you know, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do something like that? So, we, you know, we're trying to coach our businesses and work with them as advisors and help them make the right choices for their, for their cash. Before we get to our next break and the sexy segment coming up, as always, on the Retirement Clinic, Jeff Kowal is here, your host. It's going to be a good one, too. Well, it, it always is. But now we've got Kelly Brown with us today. <laughs> Kelly Brown with the American Deposit Management. Uh, they're in Pewaukee. Kelly, your thoughts. So I just want to segue a little bit back. I'm the master of segues, right? So we're going to go back to the rally yesterday. You talked yeah. about what you witnessed, what you thought was a very peaceful, uh, a lot of American flags of like-minded people, but also people that have different backgrounds. Not all conservatives, not all liberals, uh, just a little bit of everything. Where do you think we go from here at our economy? Where do small businesses go? And how long can we stay shut down, Kelly? You know, I'm probably, uh, you know, going to be in the camp a little with uh, Bob Tarantino in your prior hour. Um, yep. You know, I look at this as business owners. We know what our customers need and we know what our customers want. And if our customers don't like it, they're not going to come. So, you know, when I think about not being able to get my nails done, not being able to get my hair colored, it, you know, if, if a salon were to open so one person at a time could come in or three people and they're, they're distant, I think business owners can make that decision. You know, our business owners should have the freedom and the right to open and run their businesses as they see fit. It is our job as individuals to decide if we want to frequent those businesses. Um, so that's how I look at it. I just, I just don't see why this is turned into what it was. And, you know, flattening of the curve has now turned into, you know, civil liber all of our civil liberties being um, 
stepped on. And I just, I think we all gave up our freedoms far too quickly. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. It's a, it is a control issue, no question about it, that they'd like to maintain more control over our lives. And you know, people love freedom and they want to give us the ability to decide whether we want to frequent those places or not. Have you seen what the state of Georgia did, I believe, yesterday, opening up slowly bowling alleys, salons, like you mentioned, Kelly, in a safe yeah. way, social distancing. They got the masks. They've got the Perel out. I mean, it, we're going to have to eventually start doing that or or there's not going to be any businesses left. That's in my opinion. I think you agree. Jeff, your thoughts on that? Yeah, and I saw that yesterday there was an article about the ultraviolet rays that, that President Trump was talking about, that they're using that. Uh, there's already technology out there to use that to clean airplanes and things like that. So that technology is there to use it on a more broad-based uh, uh, usage. Um, so that I, I agree with that. That, that you know, again, do the best you can. Make sure that you're sensitive, especially to those that are at risk with uh, immune systems that are co- that could be compromised with the elderly. Uh, so I think that I I agree with that, Paul. If you wanted to take this question i can i can do that as well okay sure. you've got that and then i just want to there is another text that just came in now just in response to, to what we're said and it's kind of what kelly and jeff are saying too it's go ahead with that one patrick from waukesha uh good morning paul jeff and kelly for the people that are against wisconsin opening you don't have to go out to these businesses you don't have to That's open right. your businesses workers can stay home if they don't feel safe and then in all capital letters but let those who feel safe, we the people have had enough. Um, if you feel you have a compromised system, if you're elderly, you do have the choice to stay home. It's, That's right. It should. Yeah. And, and, yeah. You, and, and you're right. Yeah, and be safe. Patrick, I, I, agree. I agree with Patrick 100%. When we've now determined that you know cancer patients can't get treatment and hip replacements can't get done, now you're saying the government has decided whose life is more important all lives are important. So we need to move on with this, and we need to get our freedoms back. And, Patrick, I salute you for sending that text, and I agree with you 100%. Boy, amen. Uh, Kelly, what you said is so spot on. If you are uh, in – all we hear is about is COVID. You're not hearing about heart uh, disease. You're not hearing about cancer patients and chemo. And uh, I suffer from asthma. That's an underlying condition. I cannot mm-hmm. see my doctor. I cannot get in. I cannot even make an appointment right now. What about the ramifications? What about the ripple effect of what's going on? You've got to think about all of that. Jeff, I'll turn it over to you. You've got a text as well. Yeah, Tom, this is actually a pretty good question from Tom, and it's more detailed than I think we can get into today, but I'd like to at least touch on it. He says, I put $100,000 into an annuity with Prudential Investments. They represent about 15% of my investments. First of all, that's that's good, that you're not putting all your money into the annuity. He has another 450000 uh, make it made up of different mutual funds, mutual funds, 60 retired last November. He gets a pension. He gets social security. Uh, the annuity will pay him $5,000. His question is, is annuity a good investment? Um, uh, the, the basic answer is it depends. I like them in some cases. It sounds like the usage that you have, Tom, is the right usage. A portion of your assets to guarantee income for life, There are different types of annuities. There are immediate annuities. There are deferred annuities. Immediate annuities starts paying the income immediately. Deferred annuity, what it is, it pays the income sometime in the future. Annuity is a contract with an insurance company that guarantees income for life. That's the easiest way to put it. 
After that, it gets more complex. And Tom, if you'd like to call our office, I'd be happy to help you with that. This isn't um, a bad use for a percentage of your assets. Uh, again, if you if you recognize, and a lot of people like to guarantee a, per, a portion of their assets in retirement, and annuity is a good way to do it. Where I object to it, and some of these, you know, there are some fixed variable annuities that can have up to 15 or 17 years of surrender charges. If you get into it and you think, this isn't what I was promised, you have a surrender charge for a long period of time. Those are the ones that we deal with are very low in fees. Um, if, uh, they have short, very short surrender periods, um, and I think that's a prudent way to do it. So, Tom, to answer your question, a long answer to your short question, it looks like in your situation the annuity is a good plays a good role in your situation. If you'd like to talk about more, uh, uh, just give my office a call or go online at thekowalway.com and schedule a meeting. I'll give out that phone number, too, for the Kowal Investment Group, 262-522-4040, 262-522-4040. Our guest today joining us on the Retirement Clinic is Kelly Brown with American Deposit Management. They're in Pewaukee. And, yes, next up on the Retirement Clinic, the sexy segment, um, we've got more texts coming in as well. If we have time, we're going to try to answer all of those as we continue with Jeff Kowal on the Retirement Clinic. WISM Milwaukee and WIBA in Madison. We'll be right back. Welcome back. News Talk 1130 WISM. The Retirement Clinic continues. Jeff Kowal is here with the Kowal Investment Group. Our guest is Kelly Brown from American Deposit Management in Pewaukee. And Jeff, you and Kelly are going to do the sexy segment, which focuses on wealth management and preservation every week. Yeah, this show is for everybody, but this particular segment is designed for those with a million dollars or more. And for a lot of people, they think, I'm not a millionaire. But if you have $500,000 in your retirement plan, you have $500,000 in your home, you're at a million dollars. If you have a million in life insurance, you're at $2 million. If you own a business, if you get an inheritance, you could be at $10 million, $20 million, $50 million or more. Uh, so this segment is for you. A little bit of a different twist. The whole show has pretty much been a sexy segment with Kelly Brown on. But Kelly, we like to talk. Now, this is Paul's thing. Paul likes to hear horror stories. I love what horror stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's let's talk about a couple of situations that uh, either you saved or, or, or couldn't save. Yeah, so I think something that everyone will will be a little shocked, and I'll save the name of the municipality, but it's one that everybody that would be listening to this show knows of. Uh, when we first met with them, they had 144 different bank relationships all over the nation. And so what they were doing is calling around, what's your best CD rate, what kind of accounts, because remember what I told you, certain customers have to have protection of funds, especially taxpayer dollars. So they have special rules they have to fit within. Well, this particular municipality had two full-time people. Full-time people, all they did was call around the banks and get rates. And when we met them, we said, well, we'll do that for you, and you can take those two full-time employees and deploy them elsewhere within, you know, the municipality to do different things. We've now streamlined that relationship where they only have the relationship with their local bank, which is exceptional, and then they have a relationship with us. And then we manage all of that for them. And those two employees were able to do other things within the municipal and be more operationally efficient and effective. But when you think about, when I think about when people are actually understand FDIC coverage and are trying to do this on their own, 
and trying to, you know, go to four different banks and open up four different accounts to have, you know, 250000 at each account or, excuse me, in each bank, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of marketing that comes your way. It's very painful. All of the bank paperwork, the regulatory paperwork, all of the mailings that you receive, the waste, um, you know, working with us, we eliminate that. You use us. We're kind of your middleman. When you think of what a middleman is, we're the middleman between you and, and the entire banking network in our country. And we're able to get rates that are not just local, but we can get rates from all over the place, California, Texas, New York, that, that would really blow your mind when you hear about different segments of our country that are lending differently than maybe the state of Wisconsin. So when think about when oil was high and, and fracking was a big deal. The best rates in the country were found in the Dakotas, in Texas. But people in Wisconsin don't know that, but we know that. <clears throat> so yeah. that, would be my, say, that would be my story. <laughs> so you, had, uh, you saved them basically to employees, and I would say that it's probably not only municipalities, but uh, 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 wealthy individuals, high net worth individuals that are looking to diversify and keep some money in cash. There are others that any other um, uh, 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 story you can give us about an individual. Yeah, or, uh, I do. I, we have a we have a client in Portland, Oregon, who is a very very wealthy individual that um, has money, you know, with his investment advisors in the market in his whatever his portfolio looks like. But we, he had about $20 million um, sitting at one bank, and somebody brought to his attention that, that, that you know, those dollars should be working for him because his rate at the time was 0.05%. So think about that, 0.05% wow. on tens of millions of dollars, right, sitting in a bank. The bank loves it because they can lend that out at 7 and 8%, and so there's a nice spread for the bank. But for the depositor, that's not the best use of their funds. So. We come in, we help them establish not only FDIC coverage, but getting him a rate of 1% at that time or more. And so, you know, that was life-changing. When you think of the income potential, it's life-changing for somebody like that. So, yeah, we can definitely add a lot of value, um, you know, not just in FDIC, but to find better rates and, and, and using our network to help people thrive. That's You're good not stuff. investment advisors. You work with people like us. You're not investment advisors, but that's Correct. a great way we to are, help people. Yeah, we, yep, we are not a registered investment advisor. We are what's called a municipal advisor, so we are registered with the SEC. Um, but, no, we are not an investment advisor. All we do is we work within the banking and credit union industries. That's it. We don't sell stocks or do anything like that. At, you know, that's good stuff, Kelly. And we should give out your information for American Deposit Management. You're in Pewaukee. What's your website, Kelly? It is uh, americandeposits.com. And Jeff, you told our listeners earlier, uh, virtual meetings are the thing that everybody's doing right now. We can reach out to the Cobalt Investment Group at 262 522 we can log on your website, thekowalway.com. Of course, you're all over LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook as well. And I want to leave enough time after the sexy segment. We'll be right back with some final comments from Jeff Kowal from the Kowal Investment Group. This is the Retirement Clinic. Stick around. Back on WISN, the Retirement Clinic. We've only got two minutes left in the show. We thank Kelly Brown for being with us from American Deposit Management. Hey, Jeff, we got a question from Miles about Social Security, and you want to answer quickly. 
Yeah, let me let me address it. The question is whether he should take it at age 62, which is the earliest you could take it, or wait wait till full retirement age at 67. Um, that would be – everybody is different. It depends on life expectancy. It depends on your income. A spouse's income is one – a spouse's income higher than – he or she, the higher wage earner, that may make sense to delay it. I generally like taking Social Security early. I'd like taking it at 62. If you wait till age 67, the break-even is the early to mid-80s. Most people I know would rather take it now, grab that income now, than to look back in their mid-80s and say, geez, I could have kept money in my retirement plan. I didn't need to. So everybody's different, and that's a key thing. Everybody's situation is different. We can help you to sort that out. Uh, but I, I, I'm generally in favor of taking it early, but it depends on whether your income, because there are some Penalties if you're making some income, so you have to take a look at that. Uh, and give our office a call, Mike, if, uh, if we can help with that. that and we um, had a lot so, of good text today. Thank you, Kelly Brown and Jeff Kowal. Yeah, American Deposits. Uh, Kelly, great guest today. Thank you very much. Great insights, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the relationship that we have with you, Kelly. Thank uh, you. You guys if have you want to. Thanks, you too. Um, if you're close to already in retirement, if you want us as a liaison to get you to Kelly Brown, the Coal, go to the Coalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, the Coalway.com. Our phone number is 262-522-4040. Schedule your virtual retirement and investment review by going to our website. Um, and and uh, uh, do that today at the Coalway.com. 262-522-4040. We're back next week. Thanks for tuning in. WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. This has been the Retirement Clinic with Jeff Kowal. Thank you, Jeff. Have a great weekend. Thanks, you too, Paul. Thanks for all our listeners, too.